0: Welcome to Work and the Future, a podcast about tomorrow with your host, Linda Nazareth.
1: Well, hello, and thanks for joining us today. You know, particularly in North America, we've been conditioned to think vacations and career success are things that don't really go together. According to Expedia, who surveys this every year, on average, Americans get 14 days of vacation every year and they leave four of them unused. In Canada, you get 17 days and Canadians don't use two of them. It sounds a bit better, but it's in contrast to the UK where they get 26 days and use all of them, no, all but one. And Germany, where they get 30 days and use all of them. So North America is not really in the same place, not in the same mindset. And we have this mindset, actually, that taking vacations is a little bit lax. With the pandemic and all the stresses that go with it, that kind of thinking is going into high gear. On top of that, too, even if we were okay with taking vacations, can't really travel too much right now. So it seems like the right thing to do is to put off the holidays. But is it the right thing to do? Really don't need elaborate studies to tell us that working flat out is probably not the best way to get productivity up, and it probably isn't good for mental health or physical health either. So what's the solution? Well, I'm really really happy today to have as my guest Rebecca Zucker. She's an executive coach, and she wrote a really interesting piece for the Harvard Business Review talking about all of this. It was called Thinking of Skipping Vacations is Don't which basically tells you uh, her view on this. She argues that we do need breaks, and no matter how intense our work is, we need to take time away from it. Of course, to some extent, that's easier said than done, since we're in a difficult economic situation right now. Not all companies are supportive of this, and we're at a place, perhaps well into this pandemic, where they're just asking more of workers. So there's like a, a lot of challenges here, but still, it's something to we have to really consider. So I talked to Rebecca about all of that and also about what the post-pandemic world of work and vacations might look like. It's a great discussion, so stay tuned. Is this the time to take a vacation, or should we skip it this year to keep up with everything else going on in the world? Well, my guest today is Rebecca Zucker. She's an executive coach and a founding partner at Next Step Partners, that's a boutique leadership firm, and she believes that pandemic or not, we need to take time off, both for our own sakes and for the sake of our organizations. She joins us now from San Francisco. Hi, Rebecca.
0: Hi, thanks for having me.
1: Oh, thanks for being here. I mean, this vacation topic is an interesting one because I think a lot of us think, you know, everything's on hold right now. But even before that, like vacations in North America have always been kind of a tricky thing, kind of conditioned to believe that maybe there's something shameful in taking them. Now, what's behind that thinking?
0: Well, I think that um, I would say a few things. The American... Culture is very much an achievement oriented culture. And that just makes people work really hard. And I would say it probably also has something to do with the organization in which an individual works and what is culturally acceptable there.
1: Yeah. But, you know, the culture is kind of against this, in a lot of cases hopefully changing, but I was in a restaurant about a year ago, it was actually in Phoenix and the guys at the next table were talking about hiring, or actually promoting an admin person in the office and one of them says, you know, we should go with Jane because she works really hard, in the last two years she hasn't taken any time off I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I hope you know this is worth it to Jane because that's (laughs) uh, that mentality, I mean, I don't know how how long it's going to take to change that
0: yeah, that's not great. Um, and it, you know, it's always good to be a hard worker and, and put effort in, but we need to recharge too. We're human beings, we're not machines. And um, also being able to have a boss or a manager who understands the importance of that. We can't be at our best if we're not taking time to recharge.
1: So how is it during this pandemic? Because I keep hearing from people they're working harder than they've ever worked before because there's all the extra challenges of not being with your team, working remotely and trying to communicate and do all kinds of things during this pandemic. Um, What's the mindset of people right now?
0: Well, right now we're what, uh, eight or nine months into the pandemic. And so there is, I would say there is some fatigue of course in dealing with the pandemic there is people are still working hard Um, i would say depending on the business you're in some people may have been working extremely hard in the beginning because it was very unclear how certain products and services would get delivered with people staying uh staying at home and i mean just airbnb is a great example so they initially went through some turbulence because their um, their businesses focused on hospitality, and people all of a sudden couldn't really travel. But now they um, they're doing just fine because after making certain adjustments, they um, saw that people were renting Airbnbs closer to home because people really needed a change of scenery.
1: Okay. So why is it important? Why do they need the change of scenery right now?
0: I think it's part of what makes vacation feel like vacation. And when you feel stuck in place that you can't really go anywhere, you can't travel to where you would normally travel to, you want to feel like you can get away. And even if it's just across town, um, to get to a place with literally different scenery. If you're in the city, maybe it's going to the beach or vice versa. Um, but getting into a new environment that can also kind of shake things up for you and make you feel not only refreshed, but more creative as well.
1: Yeah, we have examples of this, right? That people come up with ideas when they're on, on a, in a different place, not on the clock, not going to work every day.
0: Right. It's sort of the idea that comes to you in the shower, so to speak. But <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think in your article in the Harvard Business Review, which is where I first saw you talking about this, you mentioned uh Hamilton. Yes. Lin-Manuel Miranda came up with that when he was not
0: working. Correct. Correct. He was reading the biography of Hamilton and he immediately, you know, envisioned that as um, as a theatrical production using rap.
1: Well, that's you know it's why you change things up. What about wow. the productivity side of it? You know, uh, which companies care about a lot. Is there an argument to be made that taking time off and then coming back is ultimately better for the organization?
0: It's way better for the organization because uh, research has shown that productivity nosedives when we go extended periods of time without taking time off. So it's in the company's interest to have people take time off. And I think that's why also um, with a lot of the fatigue and uh, additional stresses that the pandemic has placed on us, companies uh, or some companies, I should say, were forcing their employees to take time off. And one thing that I think is great that some companies have done is they will say, okay, you know, this Friday, everybody is taking off. That way You are not worried about all the emails that are coming in because everybody has taken the day off.
1: So, okay, some people are okay with that. They want to take off the Friday. For others, it's like, well, I can't do the big trip to Europe right now, so I just want to save the time. Do we have to separate the idea from traveling and going somewhere really different from just taking a vacation and not being at work?
0: No, I don't think that we need to separate those things. You may not be able to take the big trip to Europe or across the world to visit, you know, family or friends, but taking the time for yourself, um, and if you, you know, have a family, taking time with your family and. and it's, Wherever that is, you don't have to get on a plane to be on vacation. And that, I realize, uh, is a different experience for a lot of people. It was a different experience for me. <laughs> I do. I usually go to uh, Europe on vacation and visit friends and and see a new part of the world. But that wasn't possible this time around.
1: Yeah, so do we have examples of people you know, finding creative ways to take time off?
0: Sure. I think a lot of people have taken the opportunity to see... Our own country in America. Um, You know, we we have a huge country. We span three time zones, (laughs) so uh, a lot of people I know have taken road trips, whether it's um, running an RV and taking their kids and schooling them by seeing all the great things across the country, uh, or um, you know, taking an extended road trip with a friend or loved one, um, see the grand Canyon or whatever that might be. So lots of different possibilities. My husband and I, we just went to Sonoma for a few days and that was a nice short getaway. Um, you know, not something that we have typically done before, because again, we usually take the, the two weeks abroad, but it was a nice break.
1: Let's come back to what we were talking about earlier, you know, the emails and the unplugging part of this. It's hard enough when you're actually in Europe and really trying to be somewhere completely different. It's that much harder when you're maybe a little bit closer to home and just trying not to work. Should this even be a goal anymore? Can we really separate work and, and total leisure or is it just a little bit blurred now?
0: It is challenging, I will admit, and two-thirds of Americans work well on vacation, which you know isn't much of a vacation, I will say. I think the important thing is to set expectations with your colleagues or clients or whoever your key stakeholders are before you leave. And that includes having people who will cover for you, and you can do the same for them. One of my colleagues, um, what she and her family did, they actually rented an RV with another, they rented two RVs, two families. They all got tested for COVID-19 before they left. And they went to a lot of places where there wasn't very good cell coverage or wifi. And she set expectations with her clients that she would be unreachable. She gave them someone to contact in her absence. And so she was really able to unplug and recharge. So I think it, it very much helps to set appropriate expectations.
1: You know, that's maybe a little bit different than what we had, not once say, right before the pandemic, but certainly a few years ago, because I think technology has made it uh, just more accessible. And we've kind of changed the expectations. Do you think the pandemic is changing the mindset? Are we going to come out of this with different expectations of how we work?
0: That's a great question. I think we will have some different expectations. I think work from home or work from anywhere will become more normalized, which I think is a great thing. It's not for everybody, but to have that option, I think is great for uh, you know a good um, portion of the population. And I know I've worked from home for almost 20 years and I wouldn't have it any other way that's me. And I recognize that there's a lot of benefits to working from the office that a lot of people miss. I miss going to see my clients in person, but I think that more work can be done remotely than originally envisioned. And um, I think there will be a good portion of that that is here to stay.
1: So what about policies like the one Netflix is famous for, where you're supposed to be able to choose the amount of vacation you want as long mm-hmm. as the work gets done? Yes. Do you think we'll see more of this or well, what will we see?
0: That's a great question. So there are a number of companies that offer unlimited vacation policy. You know, we're all big boys and girls. And yes, as long as you get your work done, take what you need. Research has actually shown that people take less vacation when they have unlimited Uh, Vacation. (laughs) Which is, yeah,
1: not really what you would expect. Yeah.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, You know, I don't know. Uh, It will be interesting to see. I think what companies are more focused on now is making sure that employees take care of themselves, that their mental health is as important as their physical health, and that they are taking breaks and um, getting help when they need help.
1: You work with clients. Are you seeing that? Do you have examples of that?
0: Examples of what in particular?
1: Of companies being cognizant of yes. what their employees need.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. A lot of companies and you know, my clients included are offering um, webinars and training sessions on everything from resilience to self-compassion, um, other topics that are related to really One, let them know that they care, that it's okay to set boundaries, particularly working parents who now have to deal with, um, you know, their children's education, whether they're in in preschool or college, that's a huge stress and recognizing that, um, work doesn't have to happen during particular hours. Somebody can have more flexibility with their own schedule. And I think that's also a benefit that I think, um, companies are starting to realize that work doesn't have to happen just between nine and five. If somebody needs to take two hours in the middle of the day to take care of, um, a family situation or obligation, then they can do that. And again, as long as they're getting their work done or communicating appropriately, then, you know, then that works. And
1: I agree with you and I work from home and I've been in non-traditional kind of environments for a long time, but the mindset to me hasn't changed that much because companies still, at least before the pandemic, didn't love people working from home. There's kind of this idea that they're probably watching Netflix all day or whatever. Uh, I don't know how how quickly that can change. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, do we have evidence it's really changing?
0: You know, I think it is changing. There are, obviously exceptions i th- but i think a lot of companies are doing really progressive things and that's so refreshing to see and i think that they are setting the standard and you know right now um there is high unemployment but i think that it's still you know employers are still competing for top talent for sure. and when they establish progressive policies that really recognize their employees as individuals and human beings with lives and families, um, who need to take care of themselves and their health. Um, that is going to be a real differentiator. So the companies that don't, uh, keep up with the new standard, uh, as we go forward, I think will have a harder time attracting good talent.
1: It comes down to how important it will be to the workers to have the time off and the travel. Arguably, it wasn't that important to the boomers. I mean, maybe that's a generalization, but they put up with a lot of business cycles and didn't take the vacation. There's kind of a stereotype that it's more important to millennials. But now we're talking about Gen Z, maybe Gen Alpha. Mm -hmm. Uh, Are we changing what people want?
0: I think the younger generations definitely are more focused on overall lifestyle. That work is one part of their lives. And I I think that's a great perspective.
1: And, you know, they'll be getting into the labor force in a much bigger way. So I guess it'll be part of the whole package. If you look at the other things that you're seeing amongst your clients, so what are the other priorities besides time off?
0: I think doing meaningful work, doing work that matters, you know, in work that matters their values, um, people, you know, we spend so much of our time at work that, um, doing something that is not fulfilling is, um, I think people have less tolerance for now in particular because, you know, the health crisis, I think only, um, uh, brings this to the surface more readily because people see that life is short, that you can't take, um, you can't just assume that you will have time to do it one day, whatever it is that you are wanting to do. And so, I mean, I have a career transition clients coming to me where they, you know, they could stay where they are for job security. And they're saying they're not happy that they want to find something different.
1: Well, we were starting to see that before the pandemic hit, that people were changing jobs because there was such a strong economy. I wonder how quickly post pandemic we see a return to that.
0: I think it will still be there. I think there is certainly a good portion of the population that is going to, um, you know, stay where they are for now. Um, Those being the key words for now. When things open up, they um, literally and figuratively, I think that they will be looking to move on.
1: And in the meantime, you think people should be taking time off and getting through this with some leisure as well as work?
0: Yeah, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And so we have to make sure that we you know have the energy to be in it for the long haul um, for the long term and um, you know, wherever that finish line might be. <laughs>
1: And hopefully we're getting a lot closer to it now. Rebecca, thanks so much for joining us today.
0: My pleasure. Thank you for having me.
1: Rebecca Zucker is an executive coach and a founding partner at Next Step Partners. Well, that's it for today. If you did want to know more about Rebecca and her work, please check out our show notes. You'll find her bio and some links to her work there. If you want to stay in contact with me, I'm on Twitter at at RelentlessEco. Now, if you did enjoy this discussion about work and the future, work and all the issues around that, please take a moment to leave a review or rating wherever you get your podcasts. We'll really help people to find us and that way we can keep the discussion going. Thank you so much for being here. And thanks, as always, to Stokely Audio for audio production.
0: To learn more about work and the future and to see show notes, go to theworkandthefuturepodcast.com. You can also contact us at comments at com. The Work in the Future podcast with Linda Nazareth is a Relentless Economics production.